not only the different identities given to us, but the different um, characteristics described about the God who made us through Scripture. You know, I quickly realized, just like with any music that I write, that if I'm not being authentic and honest about my own life and my own story, then I really can't expect anything that I create, whether it's music or a, or a book or a devotional, I can't expect for it to connect to somebody else's heart in a real way if I'm not being real myself. Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and today I'm excited to welcome, over the phone line, award-winning songwriter and musician, Matthew West. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. Good to talk to you today. It's great to have you on, and uh, I'm pretty excited because you've got, you've got some very interesting things going on. Uh, first and foremost being your new book, Hello My Name Is, is out now. And I guess I'm wondering, because most people know you from the music side of things, what inspired you to write a book? Well, that's a great question. Um, my mom uh, my mom actually gets a lot of the credit for kind of planting the early seeds of, of a dream for me to extend my writing beyond three-minute songs. Several years ago, she actually called me. and you know, she, I know she's always praying for me, and she just said, you know, the Lord's put it on my heart that Someday, um, God's going to use your gift of words um, to do more than just write songs, but I believe you're going to be writing books someday. And, uh, you know, at the time, I had a good laugh with her and tried to remind her what my grades were like in high school and college. <laughs> but uh, all these years later, you know, I realized that um, that was a dream that the Lord was planting in my heart all those years ago. And, and so as I would write these songs and uh, put them out on the radio or release a record, Oftentimes I felt like there was so much more to the message of that song than I could fit into, you know, the confines of, of a three-minute three minute melody um, where every line has to rhyme, you know? And so um, just over the years, I've just had this desire grow for me to maybe have the chance to unpack some messages and themes. I guess maybe some of it comes from my dad, who's a pastor, and, um, and I guess somewhere inside me there is the heart of a, of a minister in some level, and so... This book has been a great outlet for me to uh, just dive deeper, uh, specifically into the message of a song of mine called Hello, My Name Is, which is a a three-minute message about uh, remembering your true identity um, is who you are in Christ. And uh, so it was a real thrill for me to to write this book and uh, dive into my story on on a deeper level, and uh, it's been exciting to see people respond to the message of it. Yeah, you mentioned that the book really focuses in on finding your identity in God. So while you were writing the book, what did you learn about your own identity? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know if we have enough time <laughs> for me to dive into everything, which is a good sign, you know. I think, um, well, for, for starters, when I started to write a book called Hello, My Name Is, with a subtitle like Discover Your True Identity, you know, I quickly realized, just like with any music that I write, that if I'm not being authentic and honest about my own life and my own story, then I really can't expect anything that I create, whether it's music or a, or a book or a devotional, I can't expect for it to connect to somebody else's heart in a real way if I'm not being real myself. And so I, I quickly took on the challenge to dive into my own story and to dig into my own identity and my own struggles where maybe I've allowed 
of false identities to to live on my name tag. Um, I really asked God to, you know, just like the, the psalm prays, you know, search me and know me. And, and I asked God just to show me different names on my name tag and how he might see me differently and maybe even lead me back to some of the origins of where those name tags uh, were filled up. And so one of the things that I talk about in the book is it's almost as if the day we're born, the nurse puts a, one, uh, a name tag right on each of our onesies, and, it, and it's got that, hello, my name is, and then there's a blank space. And I feel like from a very early age, we get fooled into thinking that it's up to us to fill that blank in and try to figure out what makes us special. Although sometimes, you know, the world kind of fills in that space and the name tag for us. And so for me, I, I dove in and, and shared a lot of my story um, about some of the names, you know, good, bad, and ugly that have wound up on my name tag. Words like pe- people might be surprised to see what they are, like, uh, you know, insecure. You know, that was a big one for me and still is one that I deal with that people might look at me on stage or hear me on an interview or something and think, well, this guy's got all the confidence in the world. But through the book, I kind of dive into some of the first seeds that were planted that really caused me to to battle with uh, insecurity in my life and and learn just having to be constantly reminded that I'm enough in God's eyes and that, that he sees me as his beloved regardless of how my how I see myself when I look in the mirror. So yeah, that I mean, I can relate to that a lot what you were talking about of just that that insecurity. That was something that I struggled with a lot in my identity growing up and I'm sure it's something that a lot of our listeners can relate to as well. So what are some uh, you got into it a little bit there, but what are some of the practical ways that listeners can take back their identity from those false lies that maybe the world has filled in on their name tag? And how can they really find their identity in Christ? Well, you know, that is the good news, that although, you know, we might, uh, we, all, we might have allowed a false identity to own us um, at different times in our lives, the good news is, is we, can, we can take back um, our name tags, and uh, we can watch God do a, a powerful work in our lives, realigning our identity. You know, the... the the biggest key that I found, and what's so funny is, like, this subtitle of this book almost makes me laugh, because it's like, Discover Your True Identity. <laughs> and it feels very much like, um, I don't know, it just has the ring of a self-help book to it. And the irony is, is that this book couldn't be more opposite from a self-help book. I mean, you go into any Barnes & Nobles or any bookstore, and there's an entire section of books, and every year, tons more books get released and published that are all under the category of self-help. And while they all might have some different catchy phrases or concepts or theories, they're really all kind of embedded and, and rooted in the same foundation, which is self, the word self, the power you yourself possess, the power you need to change and become the best version of you. So basically the message is, look within for the answers you seek, Right. Well, I don't know about you, but every time I look within, it becomes a misguided journey that leads me to a false identity. And so this book couldn't be more opposite from a self-help book. This book's message from start to finish is, if you want to discover who you really are, the search doesn't begin by looking within, as the world would have us believe, but it actually begins by looking outside of ourselves to the one who made us. And so much of this book is actually dedicated to... Um, learning more about who our Creator is and what He has to say about us. A lot of um, one of my favorite chapters talks about 
not only the different identities given to us, but the different um, characteristics described about the God who made us through Scripture. I always thought it was interesting that, you know, the Bible could have stopped short at calling him God, you know, supreme being. That, 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 that should be enough. And yet I think it, like, it digs deeper down into our level to give us a really um, a clearer glimpse of all that God is, all the different facets of his character, and all that he provides for us. And so I began to just kind of dig into Scripture, and, and I was just kind of like, I don't know, I just re- was reminded, this preacher's kid who spent his whole life knowing all the right scriptures and stuff, I, just, I was reminded in a very powerful way of all the different names given to God through Scripture, names like Emmanuel, God with us. I started to even think, okay, what if, what if my name tag said, hello, my name is Lonely? Well, there's a name given to God, Emmanuel, meaning God with us, or I like to say God with me. What if I, my name, hello, my name is in me? Well, his name is Jehovah Jireh. He's my provider, right? Um, what if my name is, hello, my name is Confused, right? I'm needing advice. I'm needing the answers. So his name is Wonderful Counselor. And, and what if my name is Weak, right? I'm facing something bigger than me. His name is Almighty God. And, and the list goes on and on. And I just found that to be, you know, it's no earth-shattering revelation, but I just began to be so comforted that for whatever name tag, false identity tries to find its way to my name tag on any given day, chances are there's a name given to God in Scripture that indicates how He plans to wipe that lie away, because I'm going to place my trust in Him every day, one step at a time, and be reminded that for everything I lack, He provides. So when people read your book, what are you hoping they take away from it? What are you hoping, like, what would be the greatest compliment they could pay you as an author to say, I read your book and now blank? That's a great question. You know, um, I, I have to point back to my mom real quick on, uh, and my first part of, of an answer to this question would be, she paid me one of the neatest compliments, and I know it's from my mom, so i got to take it with a grain of salt. As far as my mom's concerned, every song I've ever written is a number one smash, and every book I've ever written should be a, a bestseller. But one thing she said to me after reading the book, she just said, I'm proud of you because you were authentic and vulnerable and honest about your own identity, and that's what's going to resonate with people. And so, you know, that was my prayer, that, um, that people would see how much this search for identity has meant in my own life and how God has brought me through to a clearer version, a clearer view of who, who He says I am, and how I'm still learning along the way. I didn't write it from the perspective of somebody who's got all the answers. Nobody needs to read that, and nobody needs to hear me pretend that I do. Um, but I would say that if somebody's out there and they read this book and, and they wind up going, you know what, this book helped, to, um, helped me to take some inventory of what's been on my name tag. You know, a lot of the stories I tell in the book are people sharing with me how, you know, words were put on their name tag even at a very young age. And time passes so quickly, sometimes we don't realize just how long we've been weighed down by the defeating, you know, false identities that the devil or the world or our family or our past tries to place on our name tag. And so, you know, I just have this vision of people reading this book and, and maybe, just maybe, taking a good look at their name tag and daring to believe that that the hand of God, the hand of mercy, is reaching out and once and for all wiping away the lies from the name tag and writing in its place the truth of who you are, your beloved child of the one true king. That's fantastic. 
So then in addition to all the stuff with your book, you're also still doing music. You're staying pretty busy with that. You've got a new tour this fall, right? Yeah, I, um, I'm not quitting my day job anytime <laughs> soon. So um, I, you know, I'm still uh, I'm in the studio. I was actually in the studio late last night finishing a record. So if my voice sounds raspy, that's why. But uh, I just got a new song called Broken Things that's begun to be played on the radio and uh, this song very much inspired by the work that I did on this book. Just uh, kind of being, just being reminded that that God's in the business of, of using the broken things of our lives and showing the world through our brokenness how beautiful His love is. And, and that's been a cool process. So I'll have a new record coming out in September, and uh, we're going to be doing a, a big fall tour um, with my friend uh, Jordan Feliz is going to be uh, my special guest on that tour. And so we're going to be traveling all around the country, I think 38 cities, um, and so people can find out all the ticket info and where they can catch us in concert um, on com or at any of my Facebook page and stuff like that. So it's an exciting year ahead, and um, I'm just grateful for the opportunities that God's given me to hopefully be a megaphone for uh, for the message of the hope that we have in Him. Well, I love what you're doing. If people want to check out your book, where can they find it? Well, they can find the book wherever fine literary works are. <laughs> so, no, I just didn't. I should know the answer to that question. Um, you know, it's on Amazon.com. Uh, we actually have a website called HelloMyNameIsBook.com. And at HelloMyNameIsBook.com, there's a bunch of links to order the book however they'd like to. But there's also some resources, um, some little uh, devotional videos that I've recorded just to help people if they want to add that to their quiet time or their small group Bible study. So um, that's that's probably the, the quickest and easiest way where you can also unlock some pretty neat materials at hellomynameisbook.com. Great. Well, thank you, Matthew, for coming on the show today. It's been an honor to talk with you. Would you mind closing us out with a prayer? Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Let's Let's pray today. Lord, we love you, and I just uh, pray right now for anybody who's listening to this uh, who may be struggling with one aspect of their identity or another, maybe somebody who's uh, who's been tempted to believe a lie about who they are. And God, I just pray right now um, that we, we just haven't taken this opportunity for granted, an opportunity to hopefully speak truth into somebody's life, somebody's life and remind them that uh, you're not done with them and that you have a plan to give them a new identity as a new creation. And so, uh, Lord, we thank you for the promise that every new day holds an opportunity for us to to take off the old name tags and to take up a new name tag uh, as a new creation of who we are in you. So we thank you for the promise of a new beginning today and every single day in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Matthew West on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us. One of America's leading insurers of churches, Guide One Insurance provides your congregation with the industry's finest lineup of coverages and services. By specializing in church insurance for more than 40 years, they are committed to helping you safeguard and protect the people, facilities, and ministries that are important to you. Guide One Insurance, serving you better by knowing you better. To learn more, call 1-800-233-2690 or visit guideone.com. That's guideone.com.
This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.